0: Welcome back to Make a Difference. Man, what a week we've all had, no matter where we're listening from. Everyone has had challenges that seemed overwhelming in the moment. And Once you've figured it out, directions come from another angle and that involve changes to make you reevaluate everything again and then have to adjust to these new challenges. Last weekend, We discussed anxiety and the impact that it can have on a person when they don't feel in control. We were discussing people that just saw this happening on the news. They've been around all this negative talk, and suddenly they felt the need that they had to go stock up and be prepared. And they were buying things they didn't even need in some cases, but they just had to feel in control. This week, I'd like to offer a strategy to address anxiety, and it's been a great tool for me, and I've been using it for about six years, and I'd like to share it with you, and if it works for you, I hope it gives you the ability to reset yourself in an angle that you would like. Many people, including myself, resist the assistance of meditation because it's misunderstood through how it is being presented in the media, and that's unfortunate. Until I had somebody really take me through it and help me understand what it was and what it was not, I resisted it too. And it kind of goes along with this quote by Alan Lacos, and it says, Suffering usually relates to wanting things to be different than they are. And right now, this is definitely something that is truthful. We can choose to wish for something different, but we also must recognize if we have the power to change the obstacles that are currently in our path. There are so many of us that are confined to our homes and would prefer not to be. Safety demands that we follow these conditions at this time. It is possible that we may have to choose to alter our perception to address our needs. Clearing our minds to see this is a first step to addressing our suffering. To get started with our meditation, find a quiet spot, some place comfortable that you can sit or lie down to be comfortable. I've done this laying down. I've done it sitting in my living room or in my chair at the office. I've had my eyes opened. I've had my eyes closed. I personally prefer them closed. But the reason I share this, it's not about what I suggest. It's about what really works for you. And you may have to try some different things to find out what it is that works for you best. To get started, we're going to work on our breathing. The breath is the fuel of our body's engine, and we want it to fill our lungs to capacity. Breathe in slowly over a count of four and fill your lungs with as much air as possible. Then exhale all your air over a count of four and blow all the tension that you can out of your body. Let's try it. One, two, three. This is a mindful process. Concentrate on this process and really focus on the exhale to push the air out of your lungs and with it, the tension that you feel. You want to feel the need to take a breath when you're completed with the exhale. As you do this process, you should begin to feel a little more physically relaxed. There's no set amount of time here for you to work on your breathing. Allow your body to share with you when and where you feel relaxed. Let it tell you when it's time to move to that next step. There's no pressure to complete this in time. It's about resetting your mind and body. Focus on that. Check in with your mind and body and work to still the mind. I'm not suggesting that you aim for absolute zen here. That's not where I'm at. That practice takes a lot of time to achieve. And while I have achieved it once or twice, when I'm really tuned in, it's not something that I strive for. Anxiety for me feels like a wave that washes over me and it confuses my thinking patterns and my thoughts are jumbled and confused. It can actually be painful depending on how far it goes. I'm trying to achieve a state of mind that does not feel jumbled or out of sorts, but merely calm. I continue to work on my breathing and my body to still the body at the same time. I strive to start at my toes and consciously focus on working through releasing the tension in them with my breathing. And I work up my body in small parts through the ankles, the calves, knees, thighs, hips, the abdomen, the upper chest, the shoulders, the neck, right up through the top of your head. And it's interesting because as you consciously focus on this and you work to relax and soften your body, you will find places that you hold tension. Even during this podcast here, as I'm working with you right now, I realized I was holding tensions in my upper shoulders. And when I was doing that breathing, I made a conscious effort to just blow that tension out and relax them. And as you achieve a state of calm, identify any emotions that are moving through your thoughts that are preventing you from achieving the level of calm and lack of stress and tension that you desire. Be patient with your state of being, even if you disagree with it. Identify any emotions that are not moving you in that direction. Hold on to those emotions mentally and then choose to let them float away. Be gentle with your mind and your body. This is a time that will take practice. Actually, I look forward to my meditation time now. I did it first thing in the morning, right before I got out of bed. I would lay just in the bed, and I would work through this entire process. And it allowed me to start my day right in the way that I wanted to. As I said, there's no stated time to this to achieve what you're after. It's a skill, and it comes with practice. Forcing this will add stress or tension of expectations to the mix, And you're going to find that you move backwards through the process because you're going to have to reset for that. You're going to find that you have alarms in your body where we focus tension, kind of like what I said with my shoulders. And as you identify these areas, turn them off and work to keep them from turning on again. I've also held tension right in the center of my chest, and I had to work through the process that that was a clue that I was under under stress and anxiety. I had to learn to recognize that alarm, learn to turn it off. You'll learn to feel this coming on and learn with practice how you can avoid that pattern of stress, anger, or tension and rework your process. I would also apply what I called the antidote. I would self-talk. I'd do a mantra over time that helped me rewire the pathways of habits on stress and anxiety to help me avoid the triggering alarms in the first place through old habits. I consciously worked through four thoughts that were for me personally very important. The first, may I live in safety. Number two, may I have mental peace. Number three, may I have physical health. And finally, number four, may I pass with ease. I may not be able to control everything around, but I'm going to make every effort that I can to pass through with ease and avoid any physical tension or anxiety in my body. I found over time that I really did rewire my thoughts and pathways. And this, you know, it did help me address anxiety and stress. I got indicators and cues from my regular practice that, hey, wait, that old habit's coming back. Be alert. And I would learn to be able to turn that down. The great thing about this process is you don't have to follow my path you can make one that's best for you. You may find that breathing and focusing on tension and stress relief is what you really need right now. And that's great. Do it. If you want to do more of the process that I've laid out here, do it. Mindfulness is a very personal process, and you should work to adjust it to your benefit. If you wish to work on this regularly, I have a Prezi presentation that I've linked in the show notes for you to consider. I keep this on my iPad screen so that I can get to it any time that I want to practice. And it was great for me to help to learn the practice because when I felt that moment that I needed it, it was one click on that tab and I had my mantras and my processes all in front of me and I could follow it right then when I needed it. I am going to leave you with two quotes today. And I love the first one from Ken Wilber, and it states, with meditation, you begin to relax in your seat, and you just watch the movie of life go by. You're able to begin to define what is driving you and what you want to drive towards. The second one is live the actual moment. Only this actual moment is life. And that was from a monk who practices this. He's a noted author. You know, I thought about this as I was preparing for this episode. And I'm like, you know, the genius of that, what comes before the moment you're in hasn't happened yet. It's not scripted. And what has happened already is in the path and you can't change it. It's the actual moment that you're in, that you have actual control to do something. As we said, we always have a choice. I understand that a lot of people are under a lot of stress and strain right now, and it's the unexpected and the unknown that is the worst part of this. Take a moment today. Take a moment tomorrow. Take as many moments as you need and reset yourself so that the anxiety and stress and tension are not what is clouding your decisions. You're not making decisions in fear. You're making decisions because they're the right thing for you. Stay safe. I'll see you tomorrow.